to welcome everybody to our podcast uh, from the Preacher's Study. My name is Bob Hutto, uh, the preacher here at the Oak Mountain Church of Christ. Uh, my partner, my colleague, uh, Kevin Clark, uh, we've uh, been uh, talking about pursuing holiness in our podcast over the last several uh, sessions. We want to kind of continue that uh, the, in, in this session as well. I want to look at a particular verse, especially from the book of 2 Corinthians. And so if you've got your Bible, if you're sitting watching, uh, take your Bible out, or uh, if you're in the car listening or something like that, we're going to direct you to a particular passage in just a minute as we discuss uh, becoming holy and trying to uh, develop holiness in our lives. We want to make some suggestions as to how we might accomplish that. We've been talking about some particulars in pursuing holiness, especially some things that we need to avoid if we're going to be a holy people, and we're going to do some more of that as well. So uh, just kind of train your thinking, think along with us as we uh, try to encourage each other to become more and more holy, reflect the holy character of God. Kevin. Well, one thing I want to say at the outset as a kind of a housekeeping matter, I want to apologize. It may have been a little while since you've heard our podcast. We've had some scheduling issues where it just didn't work out where we we're all together at the same time. Uh, but rest assured, we are continuing with this work. And so let everybody know who may not have gotten out of the habit of listening to our podcast on a weekly basis. We're going to resume uh, 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 recording the podcast. And from time to time, as we get through the holiday period, there may be a couple um, weeks where we're not uh, recording, but we'll try our best to be consistent. And I uh, also want to thank uh, our two deacons here at the Oak Mountain Congregation, uh, Brother Jason Reed and Mark Townsend, both of whom are helping us uh, with the podcast. They always do that. We appreciate them making this <clears throat> technology available to us. And it's amazing that uh, they, they know so much about this and making sure that we get the word out there. So thank them for that. And of course, I always appreciate spending some time with my colleague and my brother, uh, Brother Hutto, and, and having a chance to look at God's word. So hopefully we'll have a productive study. I hope so. You, we, we enjoy doing this. We yeah. enjoy getting together and talking about the scriptures in this way. And we hope that you uh, enjoy watching and listening. And if you do, tell other people about it. That's tell right. them that uh, you come across this podcast that you find helpful and mm -hmm. uh, maybe others will listen in as well and uh, sow the seed a little bit in Amen. that way. So the idea of pursuing <laughs> holiness is is uh, taken from Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 4, pursue peace mm -hmm. with all men and the sanctification without which no one will see the Lord. And so pursue holiness or pursue sanctification. He says we're not going to see the Lord without the pursuit of hol uh, mm -hmm. holiness, without developing a holy character. Of course, that's not... a a strictly a New Testament idea. Mm -hmm. God's people have always been encouraged to be holy. I think about Exodus chapter 19, uh, just before the Ten Commandments were given in Exodus chapter mm -hmm. 20. Here the people are uh, in, the, in the wilderness at, at Mount Sinai, and God tells them, He reviews what He's done for them. He's brought them out of the land of Egypt, and He tells them that if you indeed uh, obey my voice and keep my covenant, You'll be my own possession among all the peoples, for all the earth is mine. You shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. And mm -hmm. so God intended for his covenant people under the Old Testament to be a holy nation. The book of Leviticus emphasizes holiness. You shall be holy, for I am holy. Mm -hmm. That's taken from the book of Leviticus. So God always intended for his people to be holy fundamentally different from, in their character, in their moral character, fundamentally different from the nations around them. Holiness also includes not only just the idea of being set apart or being different, but set apart for God's, for mm -hmm. God's use. And so um, 
God is able to work through Israel when they're holy, when they become like the nations, when they become unholy people, well then that's a problem. They, they have to, God has to work with them to try to uh, encourage them to eliminate that holiness. So the idea of being holy is not just a New Testament concept. Mm-hmm. Anytime human beings enter into a relationship with the holy God, they must strive for holiness themselves. Right, right. And so you can't just wallow in unholiness <laughs> and expect to have fellowship no, with God. We must know. strive for holiness. Kevin, you want to make some comments about that? Yeah, and if you look at the instructions in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, many of those instructions are really designed to produce just that, a holy people who are able to have fellowship with God. And so we have instructions about sexual uh, conduct. We have instructions about lying and speech. We have instructions about how uh, children relate to their parents. We have instructions on how slaves are treated. All of these things are designed to produce holiness. There's even uh, in the Old Testament, there's a sense of <clears throat> even dietary restrictions and things that could and could not be done. Again, all designed to produce a group of people who are able to have fellowship with God. So that's all throughout the Old Testament and certainly in the New Testament as well. Right. So the passage I want to look at is 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1. So uh, listen to these words. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. And so I want to talk about those two ideas. Mm -hmm. Cleanse yourself from all defilement of flesh and spirit. How do we become holy people? Mm -hmm. Well, we cleanse ourselves Mm -hmm. of anything that defiles us. And then we perfect holiness. We develop it to the point where it's it's whole, it's complete. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we mature in holiness and become holy people. So let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. First thing I would suggest and call your attention to in verse 7 is cleanse cleanse yourselves. Look at the personal responsibility there. Mm-hmm. Cleanse yourselves, or let's cleanse ourselves. Mm-hmm. of, And then look at the inclusivity of the statement. All defilement. Right. Not most, not some. Mm-hmm. Uh, not do your best, but that's the goal. <laughs> personal responsibility. Cleanse yourself. You take responsibility for eliminating anything in your life that would defile or make impure uh, the, the flesh and the spirit, all defilement of flesh and spirit. So what what defiles us? If we're going to, if that's part of becoming holy, def- mm-hmm. eliminating what defiles us, what things defile us? Well, anything that is sin <clears throat> is defiling. So if we're talking about, again, sexual sin, we're talking about uh, profanity, uh, we're talking about ungodly attitudes, we're talking about jealousy, envy, uh, unjustified anger, uh, lust that's uncontrolled, uh, anything that constitutes a sin, which is either transgression of God's law by doing something you shouldn't do or doing failing to do something you should do, those things uh, defile us, whether it's the flesh or the spirit. And so uh, if you want to cleanse yourself from the flesh or from the defilement of flesh and spirit, do what the Lord says. Uh, those things that are temptations, cast those aside. Know yourself, evaluate yourself. I like Second Corinthians thirteen five. Examine yourselves whether you're in the faith. Know wow. yourself, know your weak points, know the things that tend to tempt you, and, and remove those things from your life and do what the Lord says. Walk in the path of righteousness that he's laid out in front of you. Well, here's a passage that might speak to that as well. Uh, verse uh, Matthew chapter 15 mm-hmm. and verse 18. The things that proceed out of the mouth right. come from the heart, and those defile the man. That's right. Out of the heart come, listen to this, evil thoughts. Mm-hmm. Cleanse yourself of all defilement of flesh and spirit, mm-hmm. the inner man, the That's mind, right. the heart. 
And so evil thoughts, murders, Mm -hmm. adultery, anything that defiles the flesh, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slanders. These are the things which defile the man, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile the man. Mm -hmm. That last section there Mm -hmm. speaks to the context of the passage. But look at what Jesus says defiles us. What comes out of our heart defiles us. Here's what James says, James 3 and verse 6. The tongue is a fire, the very world of iniquity. The tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body. Mm -hmm. What we say, our Mm -hmm. tongue can defile us. So we spent several sessions talking about sins of the tongue. We did. And so we need, if we're going to pursue holiness and develop ourselves in holiness, we need to eliminate Mm -hmm. inappropriate speech in all its various forms. And so that's just part of cleansing ourselves of all defilement of flesh and spirit. And since you're in James, might as well pick up James 127, where it talks about what pure and undefiled religion is. One is to visit orphans, widows, in trouble, but I like this, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So there needs to be a separation between the vulgarity and the carnality and the worldliness of the world and those who are trying to practice pure and undefiled religion for God. You know, Kevin, I've I've thought for a long time, I think I'm right about this. Our our problem with cleansing ourselves of Mm -hmm. whatever defiles us or whatever is impure, sinful, it's not information. We we know... Mm -hmm what we need to get rid of in our lives. Right. It's just resolve. Right. Uh, if you ask a person, should you have done that? No, I shouldn't have done that. He, mm-hmm. He'll admit that. Mm-hmm. He knows that. We, we know that. We've mm-hmm. been Bible students long enough. We, we know right from wrong. Right. It's just having the resolve to cleanse ourselves of all defilement mm-hmm. of flesh and spirit. Absolutely. You know, Paul talks about in terms of discipline, 1 Corinthians 9, Uh, He likens the walk with God as a race. Do you not know that those who run a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. Here's the point, verse 27. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. Ultimately, it's about discipline and self-control. Yeah, How right. bad do you want to do what the Lord wants you to do? Then you discipline the body, bring into submission to the will of God. And we can do that. That's it, not an impossible <clears throat> task. might be difficult, especially at first. That's right. That's right. But as we train ourselves mm-hmm. in discipline, right. we, we, can, we can do it. Well, let's go back to 2 Corinthians 7. Let's look at this last phrase here, perfecting holiness. Right. So I'll talk a little bit about developing habits, Mm -hmm. developing practices that are help us to develop a holy character. Mm -hmm. And so what, what habits do we need to develop? If we're, if we're, if you're giving advice to someone Mm -hmm. here, here's what you need to do maybe on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Here's what you need to do in order to perfect holiness in your life. What, what kind of things would you tell them to do? Well, we certainly want to uh, pray. Uh, it's very important that we pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians five seventeen to approach our God in prayer. You know Jesus taught the parable of the unjust judge that men ought to pray always, and so spend time in prayer to God, speaking to God, praising Him, thanking Him, uh, uh, asking for His help, asking for His assistance, understanding your weaknesses. So you certainly want to add prayer to the uh, to the mix. Bible study. 
Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The more that we study the Word of God, the more time we spend the Word of God, the greater our faith is, and our faith will allow us to overcome the darts of the wicked one. And so we certainly want to pray. We want to study. Uh, as Paul told Timothy, to meditate on these things, okay. go a little bit beyond right. just study. Take what you're reading. You certainly want to read the Bible. You want to study it, but you want to meditate it. How does this apply to me? How does this apply to my life? I understand those things. So we can pray, and we can study, and we can meditate. Certainly that's going to help us pursue holiness and be, uh, and, and I also like in that verse, in the fear of God. And so right, that's, that's the right. motivation. That's the mindset that's, that's right. motivating the Bible study and the prayer and the meditation and those sorts of things. So I would include those in daily devotion. Yes. Just just daily devotion, a little, mm-hmm. read, little Bible reading mm-hmm. and reading it slowly mm-hmm. enough that we can, we get the meaning, we understand the meaning, meaning of the passage that we're reading, some prayer, some time that's in right. prayer some time in, in some meditation. I thought about the 119th Psalm, verse mm, 97. Yes, oh, how right. I love your law right. or instruction. You know, the word law mm-hmm. can sometimes simply mean instruction. Mm-hmm. The word that you have revealed to us. I love your law. It's my meditation all the mm-hmm. day. Your commandments make me wiser than my enemies. And mm-hmm. so just daily devotion, spending a little quiet time, a little quiet time uh, in a little Bible reading, mm-hmm. little meditation, slow down, slow your life down for a few minutes. Think about what you're reading. Spend a little bit of time in prayer. And that's going to help us become holy if we can do that in a, in a serious way, in a, in a regular way. Right. So Luke 5 and verse 16, Jesus would often slip away to mm-hmm. the wilderness and pray. Mm-hmm. Jesus spent time by himself, right. away from the crowds, even sometimes away from his disciples, mm-hmm. where he could spend some quiet time in prayer and meditation uh, and and those kind of things. So if we're serious about developing holiness, mm-hmm. here's something that you can do Right. every day. It doesn't have to be five, six hours. It can be a few minutes every day. Mm-hmm. Spend a little time in the Word, a little time in prayer, a little time in concentration and meditation. We have one last thing to that too, and it really comes with the Bible study. And I mentioned this passage earlier, 2 Corinthians 13, 5, examine yourself yeah. as to whether you're in the faith self-examination so think about okay how am i as a servant of god what sorts of things am i doing right what sorts of things am i not doing right where am i weak why am i weak how can i bolster those weaknesses you need to do that really on a daily basis i find it sometimes convenient to do at the end of the day and just kind of think about the day what did i do what opportunities to teach did i miss when did i exhibit characteristics that were not becoming of a christian why did i do that how can i get better you've got to take it beyond just the abstract and apply it to yourselves as well as other people and like you said, you like to do it at the end of the day. Some people might like to do it in the beginning That's or right. the, the middle of the day. That's right. It might be around lunchtime. That's or right. If you're at work around break time, maybe you right. get off by yourself a mm-hmm. little bit, take your Bible, read a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. you have it on your phone. That's just, right. just Just read a little time in Bible study. And do that regularly and systematically, not randomly. Just mm-hmm. open your Bible and read something. Mm-hmm. You know, That's not the way to get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Systematically. Uh, and regularly, and that's gonna that's gonna build us up. We have to have a desire for holiness Absolutely. as well. Right. You know, this this is not accomplished haphazardly, uh, but we have to have focus and a desire. I want to be the kind of person that God wants me to mm-hmm. be, and so I'm gonna devote myself to develop some habits. Mm-hmm. That's really what I'm trying to encourage here. Develop some habits in our lives that will produce holiness that's right in in our lives uh, and so how do we develop good habits well we have to have the discipline mm-hmm. we have to have the self-discipline 
to, on a regular basis, day after day, do these do these things. And, you know, I'd, I'd say this, too, and this is tough, and I'm speaking to myself as much as anyone. You've got to get control of your life so that you have opportunities to do this going off by yourself. So, in other words, you can't fill your life with so much activity that you'd never have time to take well, a step back and pray to God, take a step back and study the Word of God, take a step back and right. examine yourself. Well, I mean, that, that, is, that is a real challenge. Though, you know, the worst thing in the world for people today is to be bored, yeah. you know, not to have <laughs> something to do, not to be right. entertained, right. you know, but what we're suggesting is turn everything off, mm -hmm. get, get somewhere where it's quiet mm -hmm. and fill your mind with, you know, with these spiritual things. That's right. And I've, I'm glad you mentioned the last part of the, the, the verse, you know, perfecting holiness in the fear, in the of, fear God. of God. Yeah, that's right. Our aim is to mm -hmm. please God. Mm -hmm. That's that's why we're doing these things, right. to please God and to be the kind of people that he would be pleased with, Amen. And that, he would, that he would approve of. So I want everybody who's listening, think about how can I become more holy? How can I become mm -hmm. the kind of person, holy person God wants me to do? Well, God, eliminate some things out of my life. I've got to develop some things, some good habits that's going to result in, in holiness. Amen. We appreciate everybody watching and listening today. Hope we've been able to kind of get us thinking in this direction. Mm -hmm. Think in a very personal way. How can I apply this to me to make myself uh, a better person, to, to reach that goal of complete completion and maturity and holiness? So think about yourself individually, and we hope that uh, we've accomplished some good. We'll continue uh, next session. Sounds good. Talk about some more in uh, the pursuit of holiness. But Kevin, would you like anything anything to say at the end here? No, other than I do like the fact that we need to spend time wanting to be please God, and and I guess what we talked about in the fear of God, what motivates this is I want a relationship with God, and I want to please God. I want to make Him happy, and that's what motivates. So it's the relationship that we have with God that motivates us to then conduct ourselves in a way that's pleasing to Him. And that's true with anybody. If you like somebody, love somebody, you want to please them, you know, we do that with our spouses and our children. Sure. How much more so this Almighty God who's done so many things for us, so long-suffering, so gracious. We just want to please Him, and that ought to motivate all that pursuit of holiness. Very good. Why don't you lead us in a closing sure. prayer? Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we bow our heads. So very thankful that you've given us the avenue of prayer whereby we can communicate with you. I thank you for listening to our prayers. We know that you hear that what we're saying and you understand what was saying. And we thank you so very much for your attentive ear uh, to our problems, to our difficulties, to our struggles. It is so comforting to know that we have one as powerful as you, uh, who despite all that power and all that wisdom and all that knowledge, uh, cares about us and cares about our situation. We're so very thankful that we have the lamp uh, of our lights revealed to us, that is your word that teaches us the way that we should walk, how we should go, how we should order our steps. How should we think about the world, think about ourselves, and certainly think about the hereafter. I thank you for all the information that has been inspired and revealed to us, and we hope that we'll take this seriously. And as has been suggested during the study, spend time on a daily basis uh, studying your word, getting to know your word, reading your word, meditating upon your word, applying it to ourselves, taking that, that standard, that mirror, and looking at our lives very honestly and very openly and very transparently and seeing that the shortcomings that we need to build up and uh, the things that we're doing right to be encouraged to continue to do those things. Uh, please help us to be a, a people that's devoted to the pursuit of holiness, that we diligently seek it out. 
uh, not because we're trying to make ourselves better than anybody else or uh, to, uh, to praise ourselves or as a sense of accomplishment or achievement, but because we want to be like you. We love you. We crave uh, you and our fellowship with you, and we know that that fellowship is contingent upon us uh, being the kind of people who pursue holiness because you're a holy God. Please help us to devote ourselves to that on a personal basis, on a daily basis, every day getting more and more like you and eliminating more and more problems and deficiencies in our lives. And with the help of our brethren who may from time to time might be able to point things out to us, blind spots, uh, where we're not pursuing holiness as vigorously as we should, please help us to hear those uh, brethren out and to be attentive to those words of admonition and to take it seriously and make the necessary changes. That's the wondrous thing about this is we have within our grasp through your provision the ability to be holy. It is not an unreachable goal. Uh, we can live in a way that's pleasing in thy sight. And as is said in the scripture, Second Corinthians 7 and 1, to do so, uh, in the fear of you. And so we'd ask that each and every one of our audience members uh, be devoted to you, uh, have the fear of you that they need to have, that fear that will multiple, uh, motivate them to do what they need to do to live a holy life, a life that's pleasing, a life in uh, conformity with your will. And we know if we do that, we have not only the promise of this life, but uh, more importantly, the promise of the life that is to come. We ask you continue to bless this work, the podcast. May much good be done uh, through the, the teaching of your word. Please help those who are listening uh, to take the word and to apply it to their lives and plant it into their hearts because it's able to save their souls. We ask you to continue to be with us, that we continue to preach not tradition, not our thoughts, not our views, but the pure and unadulterated word that you've revealed to us so lovingly and so uh, carefully. We ask all these blessings in the name of thy son, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>